some of Trey Burt's earliest musical memories was watching the Temptations TV miniseries, listening to Prince, Michael Jackson, Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, War, and Bobby DeBarge. He cherishes those musical moments because he was able to share them with his grandfather, Tommy Burt, who was the inspiration for Trey's third album, Traffic Fiction, this week's WNXP Record of the Week. The Nashville-based singer-songwriter says this album carries on his family tradition, using those musical influences to create a sonic shift from his previous two records. But music isn't the only thing he cherishes with this album. His grandfather had struggled with early onset dementia and he was slipping away every time Trey saw him. He captured those moments by using a tape recorder for some of those final conversations. In early 2023, his grandfather, Tommy Burt, would pass away. Despite going through those difficult times, Trey used traffic fiction as a way to uplift his spirits and to carry on his grandfather's legacy. He basically shaped the character that I chose to follow through my life. And I fell in love with music through him twice. It was once when I was a kid and we were driving to go to work. I'm seven years old. We're going to the Capitol Nursery to, you know, move plants around, things like that. Um, and listen and bumping that music in his Cadillac on the way. And then the second time was right before he, we lost him to dementia. Music was the only thing that brought him back to life. And I saw that, I, you know, I put on a, a Lewis Jordan record. He loves Lewis Jordan. And uh, up until that moment, he wasn't talking. He wasn't moving, just in his head, sitting on the couch. And I put on that record and he just started thumping his toe, started moving. He saw something moving his bones, mouthing all the words. You know, he just came alive. And that's, again, I saw the power of music and I fell in love with music again. And, uh, every time I see somebody, I think it's, you know, I have to look to see if it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know when I'm gonna pop by. No, but you're doing okay, huh? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. That's good. Just, just tired. Pops always had a sunny disposition. I didn't really tell him my troubles. I wanted to show him how good I was doing in the world. I wanted to make him proud. So that's why it leads into all things right right after that, because it kind of goes into the sort of mental space that that I'm in that I don't really share with my family. Why don't you fold a paper airplane with all the time that you got? Well, you waiting on Jesus in a parking line. As I was making the record, I heard sounds coming out that I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this because, you know, I'm, I'm a folk blues guy. I don't know if, you know, I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I started hearing sounds come out, which are my influence, my other influences. And it was punk. It was rock. And I was like, nah, okay, I'm just going to let that come out. That's going to be this record. So I let my influence, my, you know, punk influences come out and whatnot. There's a period of time where I couldn't stop thinking about uh, the end of the world, the apocalypse, you know. And I think my grandfather, who's my, you know, like my father figure, um, dying had a lot to do with that. The music is so energetic and danceable because you know it's like 
you dance through the apocalypse ultimately you don't let that get you down if the fear is already there they've already won throwing your eyes like a pair of dice in a game run from wyoming to l.a well yo face the last song on the record i wrote about two years ago that was the first demo i made and it was kind of a joke and I sent it to the label like two years ago. And I, I didn't get a response. <laughs> so, because <laughs> they'd never heard me do something, you know, like, like that before. So it's kind of a joke that that's the last song on this record. But uh, all the other songs happened very quick. It was all in a, like a week period um, where I went up to Canada, ran into cabin, and just wrote. I do what I want when I'm paying the rent. I'll never be free. I think it was a day before, it was the like the second to last day of being in the studio and the record was missing something. And I just got back on my keyboard in my room and I started jamming on this, on the clav uh, on, my, on my keyboard and uh, Kids in the Yard came about. And I thought, you know, for me, it's a bit of a darker tone. It's talking about, you know, the future generation of kids. What, what's it going to look like for them? You know, they're left with this with this world that we're gonna leave behind. Who, who knows what it's gonna look like? I learned that like, if, in order to get these darker tone, like themes across, to have them be palatable for people, I wanted to infect their body, like make it something you could move to and dance, you know? And then the message will kind of sneak in, I hope so at least. Don't it drive you crazy? to make this record but i will say that uh the death of my pops you know really just put me in the space where i i wasn't fearful about what other, the outside world i just i needed to be me completely me so in in the moments of writing the record i, I wasn't thinking about anything else except transmitting what i felt you can learn more about Trey Burt's latest project, Traffic Fiction, this week's WNXP Record of the Week on our website, WNXP.org. Revive your spirit. Turn.